0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark. Thanks for joining us. Maybe you're doing the dishes. Maybe you're making dinner, folding laundry. I don't know. I, I don't need to know. But I'm thankful that you've joined us this week for another episode of this podcast while we talk about the theme of this season, which is Far Better Than Focusing On. And we have another guest with us, the same one from last week as Tucker Wallace. And this week's episode is on this present life. But before we get to that, Tucker teased something last week that he and his high school friends were able to do for their small community um or large community. was it small? I don't remember <laughs> what you said, and it was ten seconds ago for us, but um Tucker's gonna reveal that now, and then we're gonna get into the episode, so Tucker, go ahead,
1: yeah, um, so we' were talking about social media this past episode and how you can use the tools you have and in high school, my buddies and I when we were going into our senior year, we had over the summer, and so we made a ninety minute movie and got to show it in two local theaters and and it was about, like, godly friendship and different things, and so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow,
0: that's impressive. I mean, I, I go to the movies a lot, and uh, I cannot say that I've ever seen in my community something like that happen, so that's impressive. Cool. That's Excellent. something that's really cool and something that's really desirable to have. Funny enough, um, y'all, you guys know Jonathan Burns. He's been on the program before. I think, Tucker, you've met him a couple of times. He used to own a movie theater. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So, That's I mean, awesome. if you had known that about that time, <laughs> he probably would have aired it for you too. But yeah, you never know what people have been involved in and what they've done. There's always something interesting to talk about. Yeah. Well, we're talking about far better than focusing on this present life. And the first question I have will need a little bit of explanation because I don't think many people know what the term YOLO means anymore. Yeah. Some of you that are my age and older will say, I know what that means. Please don't be mean to me right now and act like I don't know. <laughs> Some of you that are way younger than I am are going to go, what does YOLO mean? Yeah. YOLO is a, is a phrase that was going around very much when I was a teenager, and it's you only live once. And you shorten that to YOLO and you have a little phrase. And so there were videos of people jumping off the side of a cliff saying YOLO as they you know go down toward the water, uh, people doing crazy jumps and stuff. And they were screaming YOLO. It was, a, it was a fad for a little while. Yeah. But the question that I have here is since life is so short mm-hmm. and since physically speaking, we do only live once. Yeah. Is it really that wrong to have a YOLO mentality?
1: Yeah. I remember when that phrase came out and, you know. The people that were using it back in high school probably weren't using it for the right mindset, <laughs> right? I mean, and so I'd say yes, there's a, a a wrong mindset for the world's maybe standard of YOLO, do whatever you want, but there's really, I mean, if you really think about it, like you only live once, like there is a biblical mindset. You can say like, okay, I only live once. You know, Ephesians five sixteen through eighteen. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise as, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Evil, and so. You could say YOLO, like today. I am good. I live once. My time matters. Um, you know this borrowed time that we're given by God to live here. How am I going to use it? Just like we talked about social media, it's like how are you going to use your time? Scripture, yeah, that's inspired. You know, through these men by the Holy Spirit, it's like make the best use of your time. Or so, you know, another translation might say redeem the time. And so I actually came up with one called uh, uh, it's a biblical YOLO. It's called, and I'll spell it out because I don't know how to say it, but Y O L O B Y D T. You only live once, but you die twice. That's right. So, um, I that's right. Yeah. Well, know. <laughs> you know what, what,
0: what's funny about that is years ago, we did a lock-in, um, actually here at Forest Hill. And the theme was you ought to look out and it was YOLO. Huh. And w- the last lesson we did was you only live once. So don't die twice. <laughs> and that, that's very, yeah. uh, you know, an appropriate point to make because that's the truth. I yeah. do only live once, yeah. but spiritually speaking, I live again. You mm-hmm. know, my soul does not die when it leaves this body, it continues to live for eternity. And I don't want to spend that eternity in the second death. And that's definitely what you're talking about there. And it's, it's a very, very strong point that we need to be reminded of more because too many people are wasting their lives. Mm -hmm. And the, I've always thought the phrase was so ironic because you only live once. So just mess your life up. You know, you only live once. So do stuff that is so crazy and so outlandish and risk (laughs) getting hurt, getting um, put into a situation where maybe you die. And yet people just that was their mantra. And a lot of times we have that as our mantra, even with things that they don't kill us quickly. Uh, You know, alcohol is one of them. So many people are involved in drinking and they don't realize what they're doing to their body. Every time they do that, they don't realize Mm -hmm. what type of bill is going to come their way and what type of payment is required later that their body is eventually going to say, I I can't take this anymore. Yeah. And even, you know, I'll say this and we can move on. But you you think about vaping, right? Yeah. And vaping was first promoted as like a safer, better alternative to smoking. Mm -hmm. That's what it was kind of peddled as. Yeah. And now we found out that it's actually so much worse. (laughs) It's like a fast track for your lungs to give up and to give out. And so there's so much medical data for these two things that we just mentioned, alcohol and vaping, that it doesn't make sense to say YOLO and do that and have that be a part of your life. Totally. But so much of life has has turned into a, I need to get what's mine instead of focus on what's his. Oh, yeah. And that's the sad truth. And so when we think about the idea of YOLO, Mm-hmm. you're exactly right you only live once don't die twice don't don't oh, yeah. make that be your life don't make that be what happens and if only everyone would realize that we would have you know far less problems now in the second place does the world in your opinion from what you've seen truly understand the fleeting nature of life
1: sometimes i mean you know I, but sometimes not I, you know i think of uh the people in romans chapter one you know they were worshiping and serving the creation or the creator so i think sometimes we just get so focused on what we're doing in life whether it be about money or social media or trying to become the next biggest thing or you know um that's the thing we can get too focused on ourselves and so uh does the world understand the fleetness sometimes i mean yeah i don't i don't want to stick a, a a label on everybody and say nobody understands the preciousness of time except for these people but. You know, reminds me of the great, you know, one of the wisest men, Solomon, uh, and I love the book of Ecclesiastes just as a whole, in a sense, because it's like the wisest man ever, wondering what's the point of life, right? And you know, in a sense, he kind of realizes it's all—it is all. Well, in a sense, he did—he does realize in Ecclesiastes twelve, you know, it's all about God at the end of the day. And I was going to say, in a sense, he kind of is wondering what YOLO, what is the, what is the, um, what is this life all about, and the whole point of life is to realize there is a creator who made us and he saved us through his son to save us from our own sin. Um, you know, it should have been us on that cross, but you know, Jesus took our place. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely think a lot of people understand that there is preciousness of time. And then a lot of people don't,
0: you know, I find it interesting that kind of along your lines and the, in the point you made, I remember this time, a couple months last year, you know, when Chadwick Boseman died, yeah, and it was such a shock to everybody because no one knew that he had cancer. No one knew that that's what he had been struggling with. Yeah. And when he died, the entire world, like, came at a at a standstill for just about an hour and a half while people processed that information.
1: Yeah,
0: and I remember reading, <laughs> I remember reading some posts by people saying, you know. He's supposed to live forever. He he shouldn't die. There's no reason that this should have happened. And I saw another post that is just somewhat comical where someone says, protect Betty White at all costs. You know, well, Betty's almost I think she just turned a hundred. She will. This this year. And that's what people say is, you know, Betty White is eternal. She's not gonna die anytime soon. But we we kind of have the flip side of that. Yeah. We see someone who dies at 43 years old. You know, he's not that he's not old. He's young. Yeah. And he dies from something that we couldn't see him struggling with. We didn't Mm -hmm. know if you'd seen any of his movies, he didn't look sick at all. Mm -mm. You know, and he was doing such a good job at what he was doing with his career that when he died, it was just, "Whoa, what happened? And then you look at Betty White, who's lived to be so much older and she's, if she hasn't hit the mark by the time we're recording it now, she's got to have hit it by the time this airs next year. So if she is now at a hundred years old. Yeah. How How is it that we're saying in one case, she can't die. There's no way that she should die. And then with him, it's like he was supposed to live forever. We have a mindset that appears to be more focused on the physical instead of the spiritual. And when we do that, yeah. we can't handle death. We can't process it properly. And the hard part about death for people that are outside of the body of Christ is they have no hope. There is nothing remaining for them. And yet... You and I, when we sit down with someone who has lost a loved one that was in the church, that was a faithful child of God, it's not easier in the sense of you're not going to struggle with the grief as much, or you're not going to feel those pangs of, I wish they were still here, but it's easier in that you know where they went. yeah, And you know that though their life on earth is over, they're not gone. And you can go and see them. That's what David said about his child that died in 2 Samuel chapter 12 when he's talking about if the child had stayed here, mm-hmm. then everything would have been fine. But the child's gone. I can't bring the child back to me, but I can go to him. And that's the importance of living life is realizing yeah. something that's greater, something that's yet future and coming. And life is really fleeting. You know, you, you wake up one day and you don't realize it until you start to see your kids are grown up or you're grown up and all of yeah. these things that happen. Life is so fast and we have to be ready for eternity. So agree. that's the last question. <laughs> How can we be ready to make it to eternity? How can we focus on this present life to where it needs to be focused on? Because obviously you, you can't, for example— You know, you you can't default on your registration tags. And then when the officer pulls you over, officer, don't you know that I'm going to die one day and go to heaven? Why do I need to be worried about these trivial trivialities? You know, like that's the officer's going to say, because you're still living right now and you still have stuff to do. So how can we be ready to make it to eternity and still live this present life?
1: You know, from a, a Christian standpoint, you would have a different answer. And then from someone that's just living life, and maybe has never thought about these things, which is why, you know, I would say the purpose behind all of this is to wonder, you know, why am I here? What's my purpose? Um, maybe you have been, you know, just living life and never ask those questions of where am I going after I die? Like, you know, I always heard there's three questions like, why am I here? how did I get here? Where am I going? And a lot of people don't wonder those things. You just kind of get f- caught up in life, which, you know, is it wrong sometimes just kind of get the flow of life, but we need to ask those questions. What is your purpose? And we're all created in the image of God. And he gives us all a choice. Um, if we want to be in a relationship with him, but the problem is we're, you know, at some point in our life, we commit a sin and it breaks the bond between us. It, you know, it divides us and we can't fix that. And, and the only way to do that is when, because Jesus, he, God sent his only son uh, for us when it should have been us on that cross, but he sent his son to die for us and uh, he was perfect and sinless. And, you know, he loved us so much. And, um, and I are actually watching a show right now that is about Jesus. And it's just, it's making it even more personal in my mind, just being able to visually see, you know, an actor portray Jesus, but just to see, wow, it should have been me. Um, and, and, but instead he, he, he went through it willingly right you know even you know i think it's so cool about jesus he said god if there's another way yeah <laughs> but he and, and yet he still he even knew that he was going to come out on top and he was still like if there's another way god like because he knew what he was about to go through right and just knowing that love that god didn't have to send jesus for us but he did and jesus didn't have to die for us but he did and you know that's what I would go back to. Like, why are you here? Well, there is a reason you're here. And there's so many, and what's so cool about the gospel is that there's so much historical, biblical proof that tie together that even one of the greatest, uh, philosophers out there, um, Jordan Peterson, I saw that video where he, you know, whether or not he believes in God or not, he, he was talking about Jesus and he just couldn't not, he couldn't deny that the narrative and the historical proof just, didn't not they that that they didn't go together that he and he started crying he's like how do i not see that like how do i unsee that in a sense and so it's so cool that the world whether you know there's i know there's a million different religions out there when you actually sit all that side and look at the historical proof and the the facts and and the prophecies and all that stuff when it comes to scripture you know god designed this book in a way that it speaks for itself right we don't we don't have to go try to find some mystery thing it's like um and so it's so cool, like, when a, a philosopher like that, um, like, can realize, like, how do I, I can't deny the fact that the the historical facts and the narrative line up right? in a world like this. And so I, that, that that is what, you know, ultimately all this is for. But to point, so as me, you know, I want to use the tools that I have to the best of my ability to help share that with somebody that they have hope that they can have forgiveness. Hey, like we can actually meet someone again in heaven and live forever. You know, if, if my little boy passed away right now, I know that, you know, if I live faithful to Jesus the rest of my life, I would have that assurance. Like first John talks about, I'd be able to see my little boy again. And so for someone that isn't a Christian, like there's a, a, a wonderful hope and peace and no more. you know, there's no more, burden of this weight of like here's my past like god takes that away um now you might remember things but like in the sense of like there's no more like worry of is this sin to be held against me because you, you jesus takes all that away when you're baptized into christ and for the forgiveness of your sins and so as a christian also so that's the sense of a lost person in a christian in a sense, like that's that's the hope we get like right to know every day that That we're saved, and that, and that you know, we didn't earn it, and there's no way we could earn it, but that it was a free gift through Jesus, and we were obedient to the gospel, and which you know, that'd be the plan of salvation, which would be here, believe, repent, confess, be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, and live faithfully unto death, and so it's it's that ultimate hope that every day I wake up and I know how loved and cherished I am, and that I can hang on to Jesus, and that if I just do my best every day, He's going to wash me clean with His blood, and know that I have a family. Like uh, a family that I'm going to be for forever with in eternity, Um, and know that God's going to wipe. He's you know when I'm when He forgives me, it's no longer there. As far Mm -hmm. as east is from the west, and those two never touch. And so it's like it's really cool. It's it's an ultimate hope that it's almost indescribable sometimes, and that is the uh, you know that's the whole point of all this. And so if you've never thought about why you're here, how short life is, we're not promised tomorrow. Only God knows. What's going to happen tomorrow? This could be it. This could be the final podcast I ever do, and you ever do. But um, yeah, you, it's it's really important if you've never asked those questions to think about those things. And and if you're from a faith background, always uh, the best advice I ever heard from Bruce Hatcher is get a sheet of paper out. Bruce Hatcher's a preacher down in Cordova, but get a sheet of paper out. It helped it helped me understand that I was lost. Left side, write down how all the things you've done growing up regarding your faith. How you became a Christian? Right side, starting Acts. That's when the church first started, and just follow the pattern. And the mm-hmm. like, it's undeniable. It'll speak for itself. So. Yeah.
0: Well, when you think about Solomon, who is probably one of the best recorded individuals who had the YOLO mentality uh, in the Book of Ecclesiastes, he says in Ecclesiastes three two, "There's a time to be born. Yeah. And there's a time to die." He knew, in his wisdom that he'd been given by God, that what he was seeking. There was always the same end game. It yeah. ended in death, no matter what he did. And it seems like a lot of what he was trying to do was to outrun his time to depart this earth, <laughs> and to try to get so much stuff that he felt like he accomplished a lot. But he ends up by saying at the end of it, at the end of the book, you know, basically everything I did was vain. It, it was grasping mm-hmm. for the wind. You can't catch the wind. You know, you can say, "Hey, I'm holding wind in my hair, in my <laughs> hand." What, what are you going to do when you let go? How are you yeah. going to put it in a jar? How are you going to hold on to it? You, you can't quantify that statement because yeah. you can't hold on to the wind. <laughs> it's, as, it's as vain as grasping for the wind. And yet he had that in game at the end of the book of Ecclesiastes to fear God and keep his commandments. This is man's whole purpose. This is the whole reason why I do this, yeah. the whole reason why I need to do this. And so, uh, Tucker, I really appreciate you being on the episode with me again this week on the podcast, not the episode. Thank you for being with <laughs> me on this episode. Um, but, uh, next week we're going to talk about wealth mm-hmm. and kind of close out our, our three week, you know, period with Tucker. That's really sad, but I've been very excited to have him on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tucker tease one other thing, maybe a, a hobby you have, uh, something that you've done that's really neat, uh, that you might want people to know about next week and we'll reveal it then.
1: Um, uh, my wife and I started something over the summer, and I'll leave it at that.
0: Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, until next week, please God now so our eternity is far better. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and We have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.